Hello fellow Europeans, wherever you are. I'm Jane Morris. Today is May 9th and it's the first Europe Day without the United Kingdom in almost 50 years. That's why I decided on this day to launch my first in a series of podcasts mainly about Europe. I want to begin by telling you a little about myself and why being part of Europe means so much to me. I'm from Northern Ireland and I was born in Belfast before the Troubles started. That's the name used to describe the 30-year conflict in this country. I studied European Studies at Ulster University, won a scholarship to the European Commission in 1980 and stayed in Brussels for six years, working as a journalist covering EU affairs. I went back home to Belfast in 1986 to work for the BBC and, after five years as a reporter, I moved on to work as an EC representative to Northern Ireland. It was then that I helped initiate the first ever EU peace programme. I then got into politics as a founder member of the Northern Ireland Women's Coalition, which was involved in the Good Friday peace negotiations. I was elected to the new Northern Ireland Assembly in 1998, just after the negotiations, and I became Deputy Speaker in 2000. After my time in politics, I became more involved in EU affairs as a member of the Civic Forum of Europe, known as the European Economic and Social Committee. My specialist subject has always been peacebuilding, and I've been on several missions working on this in Afghanistan, the Lebanon, Turkey and Cyprus. Given my background, it won't surprise you to know that the best day of my career was the day we voted yes to the Good Friday Agreement. The worst day was the day we voted no to the UK in Europe. I firmly believe that we don't know nearly enough about all the good that the EU has done in Northern Ireland and beyond. That's what this podcast is all about, showing the good side of Europe. Let me tell you the first of many stories to come. It's about the day the EC president... Jack Delore came for his first ever visit to Northern Ireland. That visit was worth two billion euros and this is how it all started. The day the President of the European Commission, Jack Delore, came knocking on the door of Northern Ireland in December 1992, it set the stage for the EU to make peace a priority in its relations with the British-Irish Isles. Delore was the first EC president to visit and his mission was very clear. He came in the midst of the conflict to listen and learn from people on the ground to find out how the EU could support their efforts to achieve peace. As the head of the European Commission office in Northern Ireland at the time, I was the president's bag carrier for the trip. A few months before the visit, The building which housed the EC office in Belfast was hit by a bomb from the street below. The EC president was visibly shocked to see boarded up windows, police body searches, army checkpoints and many, many other all too familiar features of the sorry aftermath of Belfast bombings. Travelling by army helicopter, Delors spent two days in discussion with church leaders, elected representatives, victims groups, ex-offenders and many other business, trade union, voluntary sector and grassroots civil society organisations who were actively searching for solutions to the conflict. Delors was visibly touched. 
He was even moved by these testimonies and hugely impressed by the courage and the resilience of the people he met. This was a vital learning experience for him as he sought to understand the highly complex political, religious, cultural, economic and social differences that were tearing the communities apart. In his final press conference, when local journalists asked him what the EU would do to help, Delors made a public promise which the EU has kept ever since. Delors simply said, I will do something as soon as I'm asked. In other words, all the UK and Ireland had to do was say the word. They did. Delors acted and the EU member states responded with a multi-million pound peace programme which continues to this day. This is how it started. On August 31st, 1994, the IRA announced a ceasefire and Delors immediately began the EU response, as he promised. A meeting was set up between Delors and the three Northern Ireland MEPs at the time. They were Ian Paisley, John Hume and Jim Nicholson. The meeting was held in Brussels on October 13th, 1994. That was also the day of the Loyalist paramilitaries ceasefire. Immediately after that meeting, Delors set up a task force which consisted of the heads of the EC offices in London, Dublin and Belfast. That was Jeff Martin, Colm Larkin and myself. It was unusual but fortuitous that all three of us were from Northern Ireland. On the instruction of Jack Delors, our mandate was to draw up a shopping list of the needs of Northern Ireland in the new political climate that had been created by the ceasefires. We were asked to give it a price tag, and deliver it to the EC President in time for the European Summit in Essen in December 1994. That gave us less than two months to complete one of the biggest tasks many of us would ever attempt. In a massive six-week consultation, which involved reports being drawn up by the MEPs, their experts and many others, the bare bones of a peace-building strategy started to emerge. Just days before the Essen summit, December 1994, the proposal was prepared, proofed and ready to go. The leaders of the 12 EU member states at the time had a packed agenda, but in a matter of minutes they unanimously agreed funding of three hundred million euros for an initial four-year period for Peace One, as it's known. Those were the heady days at the start of the first ever special support programme for peace and reconciliation in Northern Ireland and the border counties of Ireland. More than two decades, two billion euros and two peace agreements later, the EU peace programme is wide, widely accepted as the most unique, most successful peace initiative 
that was ever created by the European Union. As for Jack Delors, he left his office as president of the commission just at the end of December 1994. So this was the last thing he did as EU, as president of the EC. And he was without doubt the greatest ever European Unionist. Many talk of his achievements being the single market or the euro, the creation of the euro. But he sees his greatest success was his contribution to peace in Northern Ireland. He has said so himself many times. Many people still remember very fondly his visit back in 1992, which led to undoubtedly the greatest legacy Delors could leave. He gave us not only the confidence to believe it was wrong to hate and right to work for equality, for mutual respect and for cross-community cross and cross-border reconciliation, but he gave us also the means to achieve it through the EU peace programme. And that was moving us towards the dream of peace. That dream has been a reality since the Good Friday Agreement almost three decades ago. Peace, not yet perfect, has been dropping slow ever since. <laughs>